On the Tuesday show. Stop forcing it down my throat, that's what she said. No. No. <laughs> Got to do it in your trousers, sorry. Everything's going to be exposed in a few moments. Yep. Standard string. Turn off the lights and go home. Stick your gift in there, crimp it, off you yep. go. Is there one called Donna, or is that a kebab? Blitz and Badger, Sleepy, Grumpy and Dog. <laughs> Welcome to the Tuesday show with CJ and Ted. <laughs> Merry Tuesday to you, Ted. <laughs> Merry Tuesday. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you, um, CJ. Thanks. Um, even even if you even if you probably intend to be uh, uh, intentionally not merry about it being Christmas, it's not intentional. I just don't like it. Okay, <laughs> there's no intent there. <laughs> it just happens. I don't like Christmas. I don't like why 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 though. Because everyone's like, oh, it's Christmas, oh, we got to do this and that, and everyone must be jolly, and go screw yourselves. That's all I say. Just let me be. Let me do my thing. You do your thing, I'll leave you to it, and I'll do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, stop forcing it down my throat. Okay. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> no, it, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, I'm not yeah. a kid. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. I, I don't, you know, I don't understand Christmas anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's just a, a giant commercial waste of time and money. Mm. You know, we must buy presents for everyone. Well, why can't you buy any other time of year? Just because. Well, exactly. And uh, like you say, you're not a child. So Precisely. if you wanted to add to your collection of plushy toys, exactly, you can do it yourself. Precisely. Because you're an adult. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man. I buy what I want when I want. <laughs> I'll buy uh, my, my Matchbox to, you know, toy cars and... Mm. You know, my, the latest Hot Wheels or Lego Star Wars thing. Mm. It's fine. Do you know what? I wasted um, uh, far too much of my life yesterday watching TikTok videos of somebody um, uh, what do you, uh, restoring small, um, not uh, uh, toy cars. Okay. Like the metal toy cars. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, uh, that you know, they were... Uh, take them all apart and then take the metal and then putting um, paint remover on and uh, respraying and going into lots of detail. I quite like watching those restoration type videos though. Yeah, yeah. It was quite it was quite fun. Um and so, even to the point where on the interiors they 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 put glue on there and then had some like bits of fibre. Mm-hmm. Um, and then threw that on top, and of course it would stick to the glue in the places that they wanted the it to look like there was carpet. That's pretty cool. I quite yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. There's a channel I follow on YouTube called Awesome Restorations, and he I don't <coughs> think he's done anything like that, but he does. He just takes things and restores them. So like old Zippo mm. lighters. Um, he's got a thing about axes and knives. Um, so he mm. does a lot of stuff like that, but he'll just find anything that could do with restoring and restores it. Mm. And it's quite enjoyable mm. to watch the the different techniques that he uses to do that. And mm. you know, he'll sandblast all the the metal bits, or if they're like tiny like components, he'll put them in a jar full of sand and and stones and attach them to a drill and spin them around at a slow speed to mm. um, to almost like I don't know what the technique's called, but yeah, just using the sand and rocks to knock all of the rust off of the stuff and. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to watch. I really enjoy yeah. it. I really enjoy Fun watching that. Maybe we should do a maybe we should do some kind of restoration uh, on on the Tuesday show or something. <laughs> if you if you could choose anything to restore, what would it be? Oh, I have no idea. Um, law and order. <laughs> <laughs> law and order. <laughs> um, Sense I've, of community. <laughs> a, a fair system of government. Um, <laughs> My trousers. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know um, if I could restore anything. Mm. <clears throat> That's definitely a blindsiding question, isn't no, it? It really is because I've never been asked that before. Have you? N- never been asked that before, and mm. I I don't own anything that needs restoration. Yeah, you know, I I've fallen very much into the pit of you know if it's broke, throw it away um, <laughs> and buy a new one. Ho, ho, ho. The one thing where I agree with you about uh, Christmas, 
um, in terms of how commercialised this is, is the the amount of plastic. I hate the idea of there being so much Christmas plastic, mm-hmm. and it and it just doesn't it, it it just sits there and then it and it gets unused and then it gets thrown away because it's either packaging or it's or it's toys that never never looked at again. Mm-hmm. Just it, 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 we should call it plasticmus. <laughs> plasticmus. Plastic. Plasticmus. Plasticmus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a bad idea, to be fair. Yeah. But it, it um, would be it would be a good time of year, a bit late now, but it would be a good time of year for um for campaigns about plastics and, and microplastics and all mm-hmm. that sort of all that sort of jazz. Well so if you think about kids' toys and that, it all comes in this, you know, all these like blister packs, you know, a bit of plastic mm. glued onto a bit of cardboard and the product inside it and it's quite wasteful. I mean th- yeah. that's not the reason I hate Christmas, but it's certainly, you know, <laughs> something to think about. Um, you know, you just think about the amount of waste that that comes up at Christmas. All the, mm. you know, we've it's like we wrap everything in paper. Okay, you can recycle the paper, but it's like, but why even use it in the first place? Yeah. Like, so I've got a couple of Christmas presents. They're they're behind the the curtain here. Yeah. Um, it's like I just want to just give it to them. I don't want to mm. wrap it up. Just mm. give it to them. You know, it saves my time, saves me wasting paper and sellotape. Or sticky back mm. plastic, if you, <laughs> you know, prefer the the non trademarked version. Um, Sorry, I'm just coughing through your. No, that's fine. You, you carry on. your rant. <laughs> um, why don't you save everyone a bit of time and save the planet from recycling, and just don't wrap your gifts. What I quite like is those gift bags because they they they. They're definitely recyclable because if you get a gift bag, as long as it's not, you know, untouched in any way and you haven't written all over it, well, if you give somebody a gift in that, that's great. They've got two gifts. They've got a gift and they've also got uh, a bag which they can put to one side and use again. Is that and put someone else's gift in there and give it to somebody else. Exactly. See, genius ideas. Yeah. Genius ideas. That, that's, that's recycling without any kind of... Uh, additional cost, no manuf- no manufacturing or machining or anything like that. You're literally recycling the same object mm-hmm. on a different occasion, and it wouldn't be just one use or two uses; it's several uses. Mm. Sadly, I-, I fear that most or a lot of people don't look at them like that. They just go, "Oh, look, I've- I'm now lumbered with a cardboard bag." That yeah. I have to hang on to for twelve months before I can reuse, and they end just up, you know, throwing it in the bin or the recycling anyway. But they should throw themselves in the bin as well. They should. I mean, yeah. most people should, in general, just throw themselves in the bin. Yeah, you know, that's true. You know, get in the sea. Yeah, I mean, I, I say that. I mean, I'm no environmental um, warrior. <laughs> um, Some of those people do throw themselves in the bin. They, 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 de- <laughs> they should. No, they actually they, they do. It's their processing, isn't it? Stop wasting. Now just launch themselves into a, a giant wheelie bin. Uh, I, like, that, stop <laughs> wasting. It's like, dude, you're just lying in a bin. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I saw. I saw a thing the other day, um, and it was about a guy who uh, a climate protester. Mm. So immediately, you know, you know whose whose side you're on. Um, but a climate protester in Germany, you know, they, they've got this thing where they go around super gluing themselves to things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best response to that is just to leave them there. Nah, it's just to rip them away from whatever they've glued themselves to. Doesn't <laughs> matter that they're going to leave half their skin behind. That's their okay, fault. They I'm shouldn't d- use super glue. All right. The, the best legal uh, way of dealing with it is to leave them there. But they, um, yeah, there was this German guy and he, he glued himself to glued himself to the road, like the motorway or whatever it is. Um, but he used a, a combination of superglue and sand. Okay. Okay, so I think the idea was that if you use superglue and sand, it means that it can't just simply be dissolved. You know, you right. use some kind of solution and it dissolves the superglue and away you go. Unfortunately, that also means that when it comes to him not wanting to be a part of the road... That can't be done either. No. So pre- this guy, this guy, glued himself uh, semi-permanently, if not permanently, to the road in Germany. Um, and in the end, the police had to uh, uh, 
like dig around <laughs> and take him away with his hand with a bit of road attached. Oh, was it just his hand? Yeah, just his hand. Oh, I thought. See, I'm sitting there thinking he's, you know, poured like super glue and sand on the road and laid down in it. That's what. Oh I'm no, thinking. that would that would be good. That would be a, a really good lesson to them all. But no, it was his. He it was his hand, right. uh, and it was and it was fixed into the. It might still be fixed into this. There's n there's <sighs> there's very little. You know, it's like putting your hand, cementing it permanently into, into something else. Um. And I, I wonder whether um, eventually either his hand will reject the road or the road will reject his hand. Ho, 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 ho. There was um, there was another one actually in um, I don't know where it was, but it was in a like a port a BMW a BMW um, what do you call them VW slash Porsche thing, mm -hmm. and and they were they were holding some kind of opening or uh, launch and there was a if you imagine a showroom and it's got a few you know Porsches in and these guys went in and glued themselves and what, to the cars no to the, to the floor oh okay uh to the floor in in this area they glued themselves um they didn't have any kind of uh any kind of backup they didn't have any kind of plan and the basically the showroom decided that what they would do is just turn off the lights and go home. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, very very occasionally uh, send a security uh, detail around with the you know with the dogs just to go keep, yeah keep, keep an eye out. Make sure they're uh, okay. <laughs> and, and this is great because the, these people that glued themselves to the floor, uh, first of all, they'd arranged that. They they had a, a group outside that were going to come and take them food. Mm. Well, obviously they didn't let them in. No, good. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not a public park. You've got no right to go in there. So they had nothing to eat, nothing to drink. Then they said, "Oh well, can we have um can we have some bowls so that we can uh we you know we can relieve poo ourselves in yep. um and they're like mm, no no." <laughs> you have to do it in your trousers. Sorry. Yeah, you, you, you should have you're, fucking thought about you that. You glued yourself. You glued yourself to our floor. Yeah. Well, do you know what? You can sit in the dark and um and soil soil <laughs> yourself. Yeah. And go hungry. Yeah. Should have thought about all of that before you signed up to trespass. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But the crazy thing about all of this is all the protesters are protesting about things that are being done by various governments anyway above and beyond what what they what they need to mm. um but hey people, these people are just mental i don't i don't understand it's like why why especially when you haven't really thought you thought it through mm. you just like i'm gonna walk into a porsche dealership and just glue myself to the floor and I'd be like, um, great. Literally, and it would be within like five seconds of gluing my hand to the floor, I'd be like, oh, God, I need a pee now. <laughs> you know, the, the instant you are unable to go and use the facilities, that's when you yeah. need to go. Every time. Yeah. It's like, you know, a, a rule of the universe. Yeah. You know, you put yourself in a situation where you can't use bathroom facilities, you're going to need to go. Well, I, I think anyway, it would be a matter of instant regret. If you go anywhere and super glue your hand <laughs> yeah. to something, you're the. I, I I would feel like my instant reaction to having done it would be, ah, oh, I'm a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so why did I do this? Is it worth it? No, it really is not. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what it's like when you just get a bit of uh, super glue on your fingers or whatever. Yeah. I feel completely incapacitated. <laughs> And, you know, it's... Just like that. It's only, yeah, my fingers are stuck together. And, you know, there might be a little bit of... Um, a little bit of paper involved. <laughs> you know, like my fingers are stuck together like this. Maybe I could just drink from the world's tiniest cup. You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, people. These people are crazy, right? Anyway, so so uh, Christmas is upon us again. Mm. 
What I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do, is ask you what your favourite uh, Christmas food is, because if you if if the listeners and viewers wanted to know that, they would just have to go back to um, uh, this time last year, possibly this time uh, a few years ago. So did we talk all, about like, all the, the times episode? that we've done a Christmas special and discussed exactly the same thing? Yeah, although don't we even talk about this like the last episode or the episode before or something? I, I do you know, yeah, I, we're I, talk, I, talking about you know certain pork products that are wrapped in other pork products. Do you know what? If you want to, if you want to hear CJ and Ted talking about pork products, uh, <laughs> just tune into any episode. Any yeah. episode will, any episode will do. Um, but yeah, if you want to go for a shortcut, okay. So when it comes to Christmas and Christmas favourites, okay, mm-hmm. our, probably our favourite thing is the fact that you get um, um, pigs in blankets. Yeah, thumbs up for those. Um, Christmas films. Your favourite is um, uh, what's he called? The man, the man in the building. <laughs> yes, in, it's in, called in, the man in, in the building. <laughs> man in the building. In now his I vest. have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! That's the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, It'd be Yakuchar, whatever it is. If you know, get in the comments. My my favourite, my favourite, as anybody would know, is um, it's a wonderful uh, life. It's, it's a wonderful life. Um, I, see, I remember that from last year. Yeah, and the year before, or the time before. I don't remember. I've, I've lost track of what we what we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's your favourite? Uh, or time for an impromptu what's your favourite oh yeah jingle Um, jingle time what's your (laughs) favourite what's your favourite type of Christmas wrapping paper Christmas wrapping paper Mm. or Christmas Mm. wrap I should say because some of it isn't paper wrap in it um I don't know. I, I tried a few different things. One one of my favourite things that I actually did uh, receive, mm. and I can't remember who it was, uh, but somebody decided that they were going to do all of their um, wrapping in the same way, which was to use uh, silver foil. Kind of makes sense. Can be recycled. As in like tin foil that you'd use in, tin in, foil. The, in the yeah. grill. Nice. Yeah. Easy to use. You just... You know, stick your gift in there, crimp it, off you yeah. go. It's two gifts in one, if you think about it, especially as you come uh, come to Christmas. What are you going to need that af- that very afternoon? I'm going to say ti- tin foil. T- tin foil. I'm not to sure what o- for. Over turkeys, under turkeys, uh, yeah, around course, things, um, over yeah. things. Think of all your leftovers. Yeah. Think of all your turkey sandwiches and so on and so yeah. forth. Well. All your cold cuts and that sort of thing. Blamange, I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, so I thought that was great. And then another one. One year, I did very basic. Again, I didn't use any any sellotape, and it was just brown wrapping paper and standard string, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was quite a good effect. I don't mind brown wrapping paper, mm. or, or just like the the. The classic brown paper uh, wrap around gifts—it gives it well, quite he, a quite a classic he, look. Well, it is, and not only that, but in the um, what's your favourite jingle? It's got a brown paper parcel tied up with string. Yes, it does. Mm. Classic. Classic. <laughs> um, I think going back to what we're talking about with. Um, with recycling and ease, um, I would think probably my favourite would be a good gift bag. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm not a fan of gift bags. Um, I mean, they're great if I want to give someone a gift, because I just go, there you mm. go, you know, have a gift. Um, it makes my life a bit easier. Uh, but if I'm receiving a gift in a gift bag, I'm just like, this is just going straight in the recycling. I'm not going to hold on to it for 12 months. Ah, uh, you're the person you were talking about. I am that. You're person you're that lazy about. person. I am, yeah. right? I am the problem. Yeah, not, not the solution. Yeah, I'm not the solution. I'm there. When you, when you a said it, when you when, when you said it, oh, well, some people will do this. Mm. I thought to myself, what kind of a c- would do that? And now I know. What's your favourite 
Tell me what's your favorite. Like in my family, so we we now do a secret Santa in my family, mm -hmm. um, which is much better than what we used to do. The return on investment is is much better. Um, <laughs> but the the the, eco the the economic balance is better than it used to be. Yeah. So, but what I'd rather we did was. You know, not buy them in and then wrap them and then go and give them to them. And it's like, I've got everyone's addresses. I will just have Amazon deliver the parcel to you. Right. You know, because from our Secret Santa thing, we then, well, and we've done it, always done it. We, have, we write a list of things that we want and, mm. you know, it, we're not allowed to buy anything in case someone wants to get it for us for Christmas. It's just like, oh, God, it's an absolute nightmare. I'm mm. like, look, you just give me a, a few ideas of what you want. I'll order it on Amazon or wherever, and I'll have it delivered to your door. Mm. Rather than having it being delivered to my door, where I then open that pack, open the cardboard box that it comes in, throw the cardboard box in the recycling, then yeah. rewrap the gift in other coloured paper, Yeah. then use fuel to drive this product to wherever you are to then give it to you for then you to then recycle that paper again. It's like, say what, let's just, let's be a bit more planet friendly. Mm. I'll just have it delivered straight to your door mm. and I won't come and see you on Christmas Day. Yeah. And I feel like everybody wins in that scenario. Well, apart from, yeah, and also apart from anything else, if, um, if, if, if guessing an Amazon um, parcel is the, is the only surefire way of actually getting anything delivered this Christmas, yeah. um, then that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I saw a good post on um, on LinkedIn mm. ab ab about the whole, you know, the the strike action for, for the mail services here, and it was and it was a really interesting post. And it, it was they said so they went to or this company went to another company to do their deliveries because Royal Mail were striking. Yeah. Um, so there'd be no, or there'd be severe delays to deliveries um, and collections and all that. So they went to this other company who turned out to be cheaper than using the the nationalised mail service in the UK. Yeah. Um, because of the strike action and and yeah, and they've gone. Why would we ever go back? Yeah. Because this other company's cheaper and yeah. they're not suffering strike problems. You know, yeah. somebody will come and collect all their stuff. Yeah, yeah all, they, all they've got to do is book it online, same as they'd have to do with, with the other mm -hmm. one as well. Someone will come and collect it, and then they'll drop it off the next day. They'll, they'll deliver it the next day. So why on earth would we go back to spending more money for a service where, you know, the, the workforce are clearly disgruntled and, you know, not working? Yeah. So, and if you're a business owner, there's no way you you would go back. Why would you? Exactly. You want to take the risk. No, exactly. Well, you're going to go back and forth all the time. No, you're not. Precisely. If I was a business owner, I'd be going, well, I won't be going back to this other yeah. one because, you know, the, the cost saving is outweighs pretty much everything else. Yes. And also, if you're just a, an ordinary person, you'll do the same. Because mm. there, there are plenty of ways of delivering parcels without using uh, Royal Mail. Mm -hmm. And do you know what you can put in your parcel? More or less a anything card. you want. Check. A card. <laughs> so your your parcel can get to the other side of the country much faster than just a a card that you send by Royal Mail because mm -hmm. that's going to be sitting in a in a sorting office for uh, for for a month. Yep. And that's that's the real tragedy of it. It's the whole you know there's mail there's yeah there's mail that has been sent out that won't get delivered until after Christmas because of the strike actions. Mm. You know, and like you say, it will sit in a sorting office somewhere. Nothing will really happen. Some of them will get kind of you know they'll fall by the wayside, or they'll you know they'll get left out for whatever reason, or mm. you know they'll they'll be poor like rotation management of mail coming in. So all the oldest stuff will end up sitting at the back, and the newest stuff at the front. So they'll end up doing the newer stuff first, and yeah, that's what will happen. And then people won't get things that they need or are waiting for for ages. Mm. You know, it's it's a real shame. Yeah. It really is a real shame. And like you say, people just don't go back. Why would they? No, exactly. Why would you? Yeah. Why would um, you? Yeah. It's the same with, um, to some extent, it might be the same with, with trains. If you've got the train strikes, mm. um, bear in mind, we know both a train driver and a postman, so um, we have to be careful here. <laughs> so we, um, we do know these people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But with 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 the train, I mean, it, it's bloody expensive, bloody inconvenient. Mm -hmm. um, 
half the time, it's a bit of a toss-up. Well, maybe it might be best just to go in the car. Then you've got your own tunes. You can do what you like. You know, mm -hmm. it's... You know, you can... You can vape. You can eat donuts. You can stop at your leisure to go, you, you know... Yeah. I, I, I'm, I've never been a fan of using onboard facilities on trains. They're usually mm -hmm. pretty pretty dirty and smelly. Yeah. There's um, always the danger that it's going to open because you know there's automated <laughs> ones. It's like that door's <laughs> yeah. going to open. That door's going to open. You can't have a you can't have a shit in peace when you're thinking you're everything's going to be exposed in a few moments. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would just be comical if you're just sat there with a newspaper out <laughs> and the door open. Hello. And it's like morning, morning. <laughs> just, just carry on um, reading. Yeah, yeah. The, the door. Could you get that, please? That's it. Um, and, uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, that would be funny. Um, but yeah, it, well, the door opens. You just say tickets, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, it's it's the same thing. Now, if, if you if you if you booked a train, uh, let's say you're not a, a you know a regular commuter, but you you've booked a train because you're going to go and see friends or family or whatever. Uh, and then it, all the time it's a bit of a toss-up. Should we go in the car or go in the train, whatever? And then it uh, it, it gets cancelled, or you, you you know you, you can't do it because somehow they're, they're not uh, uh, they're not coming up with the goods because they're they're striking or anything like that. Well, you're you're never going to book again. Nope. You know you may well get your money back, but you're you're not going to go through that again. You're going to think to yourself, right? I I need a I need a solution that I can rely on. Come the you know the sixteenth of whatever. Yeah, true. A specific, a specific date. Yeah, that was a very specific. Yeah. The sixteenth yeah. of whatever. Yeah, the sixteenth. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's you know I I get it. Like you say, commuters will always end up going back to the train. Um, especially in this this kind of age where hybrid working is a big thing, so if there is train strikes, you just call in to be like, "I'll just work from home" because of train strikes, etc. Mm -hmm. um, but again, like you said, it's so expensive anyway. Like, so for me to travel from where I live to the office where I visit the most, there is mm -hmm. a direct train that goes straight through London, um, mm -hmm. which is great. So I don't have to change. That's because that's always one of my big problems with trains is. I have to change constantly, no matter where I'm going. It's just annoying. Um, Are you afraid of change? I am. I am quite change, change averse. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I'm just like, but it cost me seventy pounds, seventy quid, mm. when I could just spend twenty pounds in fuel in my car to get there yeah. and back. Yeah. You know, and it's that I've already got the car, so <laughs> there's yeah, no. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not like I'm shelling out just to have a car for that one yeah. journey. It's like well, the, the only no... time you're shelling out is when you go to shell. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or BP. Or BPing out. Yeah. BPing out. Yeah. Or, or Tesco'ing out. <laughs> uh, fun with words with CJ and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> that that should, should be a jingle for that. That should be yeah. fun with words. <laughs> Oh. Fun with words. Fun with words. The CJ and Ted. You started putting your microphone in frame again as well. I've noticed. I yes, I have. Just because I I I want a better sound quality, and also oh, okay. I can get it there. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> talking enough. of talking of um um. Um, pussy. Um, so anyway, hen, uh, 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 <laughs> what? Um, right. I'm gonna start. <laughs> uh, I put myself right off there. So anyway, um, hey CJ, <laughs> talking about pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of pussy, um, what um, uh, what we haven't had yet is uh, the Tuesday show Cat of the Week. Cat of the Week. Meow, meow. 
So this week on Cat of the Week, Ted, um, mm-hmm. we're featuring a cat that I found in a video game. And uh, you can actually go check out this uh, the, the video that I made for this game um, that's on my YouTube channel, link in the description. Uh, but the cat, mm-hmm. there was just a random picture of a cat that I found uh, in this game called Phasmophobia, um, yep. which I could pick up and interact with, and I could like look at it and you know throw it on the ground, and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> So I picked up a picture of a cat, took it out of the house that that we were ghost hunting in, um, took it yeah. out to out to the the box van that was set outside, and threw it on the floor in front of my uh, my colleague that I was uh, mm. that I was gaming with, and uh, okay. yeah, it's quite a cool little cat. I think it's um, you know, it just kind of is. How would you describe it? It's kind of sat with its head on a table. So imagine my hands were a table. It's just kind of sat there like that, looking quite you know innocent and, and pretty cool. That that cat reminds me of my cat Desmond. Desmond. Um, so a very similar sort of tabby. And I have actually got a picture of Desmond uh, when he was uh, much younger in a very similar position with his head just over. I think he was sat in a box because cats sit in boxes. Yes, they do, yeah. They do yeah. like boxes. Yeah. They do like boxes. So, so basically you stole a picture of a cat from a house in a game. Yep. Well, the house was haunted, so the ghost didn't need any uh, any need for, or didn't have any need for a, a picture of a cat. There was well, there was another cat earlier on in the video that was oh, on yeah. the wall. Um, yeah. You'll have to just go watch the video to to find it. But yeah, it's just on the wall, and it's uh, it, in a, in a similar <laughs> si- similar thing where it's, I think it's in a box, and but its legs are kind of hanging over the the, yeah. the edge of the box as well. Um, pretty hey, cool. hey, CJ, where, hey. where would I be able to find that video? You'll find that by uh, going to my YouTube channel, which, again, mm-hmm. the link is in the description. It may be. <laughs> I write I don't the description. Know, I, I don't know the link of my YouTube channel off the top of my head. YouTube.com. You'll have to send me the link, and then I can um, oh, put I've it in the try, description. Gotta, hang on, let me find, let me find it. Let me find the it. link, ladies and gentlemen, may or may not be in the description. <laughs> it will be in the description. It better be in the description. This is the giant waste. Just search at CJ Brooks on, on YouTube, and you'll find it. FM. Uh, no, you don't even need the FM, but... I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty sure it's uh, at CJ. Brooks. And what's the FM stand for? Facilities management. Yeah. Obvi- obviously, duh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it actually stands for frequency modulation. Or F- yeah, mice. I don't know. Anyway, the link will be in the description because I'm sending it to Ted right now. There, excellent. <laughs> I'm guessing that coming through now. Thank you. <laughs> that was Cat of the Week. Cat of the Week. Meow, meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, talking of um, talking cats, um, um, uh, well, not cats so much as Christmas. Um, <laughs> but the two are so similar. <laughs> We just confuse them all the time. <laughs> Cats, Christmas, you know, basically the same thing. Um, both, both start with C, both end in S. Yeah. There's, there's an A in the t- and, a, and a T in there somewhere. Yeah. And, and and if anybody's had a cat, they'll know that as soon as it's Christmas time, uh, a Christmas tree is basically a cat toy. Mm-hmm. So it's a cat magnet. Christmas cat ma- magnet. Um, FM. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to uh, back to Christmas, uh, CJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have found um, a great Christmas cri- Christmas quiz uh, that we can uh, that we can do, and I, I'd be quite interested. I don't think we should play against each other uh, because we're stupidly competitive like that, and it'll just get uh, difficult. You'll <laughs> give up, um, and also what we can do is we can play against our listeners and against our um, uh, our viewers. So if you'd all like to take a get a, a pen and paper uh, and follow these questions. Let's have a look. Now, interestingly, uh when I found this, I opened up the I opened up the um the uh webpage, that's what they're called, aren't they? Yes. You're you're the yes. IT man. Yeah. So um so I opened up the webpage <laughs> and yeah, you know you get targeted ads. Mm. Well, the targeted ad on this, over on the left, is uh, an advert <laughs> for small vintage rabbit uh, rabbit jelly molds. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. 
classify yeah, because it, in the last episode we yeah. were talking about the blancmange we were, uh, yeah. and rabbit rabbit molds for blancmange so they, there you go uh, we are being collector. tracked we are being tracked by our um, uh, 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 internet overlords our computers are listening it's uh, terrifying yeah. when you think about it but our computers are definitely listening they used to say the walls have ears did they did they or if walls had ears uh if walls had ears fly, fly something like wall. that yeah. yeah it's something like um, that but but now it's computers that have ears um although well, a phone is basically just a computer but moving on anyway moving on uh it's quiz time and i think we should have a jingle for quiz time da 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 quiz time i'll clip that Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Mo- moving, moving swiftly on. This is from uh, freepubquiz.co.uk. Uh, Christmas quiz. Question number one. Um, at what time on Christmas Day does the UK monarch broadcast to the nation? I feel like this is a trick question. I, 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 I think I know it. I, I know what the answer they're looking for is, but in actual fact, the monarch mm. does not broadcast on Christmas Day. It's pre-recorded. <sighs> and and the pre-recording is broadcast at 3pm. I think this is a light-hearted quiz about Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I don't, This is not Krypton Factor. I, I don't think we're, we're getting trick questions in there. Mastermind. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. I don't know oh. about you, CJ, but I'm going to say three o'clock. It's three. It's three p.m. Yeah. Three p.m. And then okay. repeated again at six. Yeah. And I, I only know that because since since living you know up to north, uh, my my stepdad was a big you know we must watch the monarch thing on Christmas Day, and you know we never had this when I lived in London. Um, but yeah, my stepdad was was no, we must watch the the monarch on. Well, it was the Queen then uh, mm. on Christmas Day, and yeah, three three p.m. every time. And then if if for whatever reason we missed it because dinner was over running or whatever, we'd end up watching it again at six p.m. Yeah, same here. Right, question number two. Uh, by the way, listeners, uh, make sure that you're, you've you've written down your answer, um, and and don't just copy us. Just because we say three p.m. doesn't mean that we're right. We're right. I say we are right, but, <laughs> but we are right. It's not question not, two. It's not a given. Which which two of Santa's reindeers share names with meteor, meteorological terms? God, I have no idea. Well, it's not Rudolph. Rudolph's the only one that I know. Yeah, same. Hang on. Is the one called Donna, or is that a kebab? I feel like that's Blitzen, a kebab. Blitzen. Blitz and well, that happened during the war. A blitz, yeah, um, badger, <laughs> Bodger, Bodger and badger, Bodger and badger, Bodger and badger, sleepy, grumpy, and dog. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, uh, genuinely, I only way. know Rudolph. Genuinely, um, that's the only one I know. Logical terms, hailstorm, like wind. Yeah. Uh rain. Occluded front. Um I mean that sounds like a porn star name, but Yeah. But it's also a me- meteorological term. Um Fog. Cu- cumulonimbus. I uh, uh, my out. my my knowledge is very cloudy. Rudolph okay. and uh, moving Ru- on, Rudolph moving Jr. On. There you go, they're my two answers. Okay, moving on. Number three, what links excitable Edgar within Monty the Penguin? I don't know what either of those two things are. Neither do I. Question four. (laughs) We're doing well. Question (laughs) four. The the fictional character created by Dr. Zeus um, that stole Christmas. Dr. Zeus with a Z. He throws lightning bolts at people. (laughs) Dr. Zeus. 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 Seuss, Seuss, Doctor Seuss, Zeus, Seuss, Doctor Seuss. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's the Grinch. 
I was, I, that's the that's the most I've ever said Dr. Seuss in my yeah. life. The Grinch. I'm pretty okay, sure that, I'm pretty I'll, sure that's the Grinch. Green. I'm going to lock that in as our answer. Yeah, green, green fella, hairy face, played by Jim Carrey in a movie once. Okay. Question number five. Um, how many different flavours are there in a standard tub of Quality Street? There's obviously the toffee penny. No, the There's going to be something with the nut in it. Hang on, the, the toffee stick, there's a strawberry cream, orange cream, the caramel barrel, um, the big purple one, the no, green I think you're triangle. thinking of roses. Am I thinking roses? Yeah. Oh, I'm out then. This is the problem, I'm a roses man. I, I, we're going to have to guess, aren't we? Quality Street. I'm trying to think what's in Quality Street then. Do, do, do. I don't know then. No, I'm seven. 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 Okay, we'll stick. We'll 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 have that seven. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> every time I think of Quality Street, I think of Equality Street. Uh, do you remember Ricky Gervais's um, going down to Equality Street? No, sorry. Okay, <laughs> Ricky Gervais uh, which... is, is not my kind of stand-up comedian. Right. Um, anyway, moving on. Okay, uh, which which pantomime? We lost a listener there. Which yeah. pantomime character marries Alice Fitzwarren? I don't know who Alice Fitzwarren is. No, but, I, but I'm going I'm to assume their name might be Warren, seeing as Alice Fitzwarren. And what's the guy's name? Warren Fitzalice. I I see what you mean. <laughs> you see but what that I did sounds there? like nonsense. Yeah. Also, everything I say is nonsense. Yeah. No, actually, Fitzwarren, and anything that starts with Fitz is basically um, traditionally the the Fitz uh, prefix of a of a name means that. They are a illegitimate um, uh, uh, strand of that family. So, if you were an Ill illegitimate um, offspring of a Warren, you would then be Fitzwarren. Hmm. Mm. And that also, there might be an element of that that's bollocks. So, do <laughs> fact check me. <laughs> Number seven. Number, oh, hang on. Let's just pick a pantomime character. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, again, I don't know pantomimes. Um, buttons is a character. Okay. Uh, buttons. Okay. That's something I've heard of. Okay. Uh, number seven. In the poem, The Night Before Christmas, visions of what danced in children's heads? Elephants, like in Dumbo. Really? Mm. Okay. To the, to the tune Elephants on Parade. Right. The answer, the true answer is I don't know, so I just took a stab in the dark. Okay, well, we'll, we'll soon find <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I, I do believe our listeners and viewers may actually have the edge um, because they're not quite as... They're not as thick um, as we are. Not as thick as we are. <laughs> uh, question, question number eight. The American states of Georgia... <coughs> you okay there long covid uh yeah uh, the american states of georgia arizona and indiana all have towns that share which same christmasy name eggnog i don't know I don't know. Eggnog. <laughs> yeah, just eggnog. <laughs> Which town are you from? Eggnog. Yeah. I'm from Eggnog, Indiana. I mean, it sounds like a real place when you say it like that. Eggnog, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Eggnog, Indiana. Eggnog, Indiana. And um, just lost our last listener. What about... Uh, yeah. 
um okay that that that's 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 possibly a thing i really don't um, know it, what about I, what about jesus yeah jesus yeah yeah you, you can imagine a town called jesus yeah i'm from jesus in arizona jesus arizona even though my accent would indicate that i'm not <laughs> episode, episode number nine uh question number nine um, popular in Victorian England at Christmas, what is a smoking bishop? Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. It might be a bishop that's on fire. Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, obviously, the mind immediately goes to you know some stupid name of something inappropriate, like a yes. a rusty trombone. Uh, question ten. <laughs> A rusty in sheriff's the... badge. <laughs> what? A rusty sheriff's badge. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, think Christmas. Question 10. In the 1947 Christmas comedy drama uh, Miracle on 30, uh, 34th Street, which actress plays the little girl brought up not to believe in Santa Claus? I don't know. I've never seen it. N me neither. No um... idea. And I don't um, know many popular. It's nineteen forty-seven. In nineteen forty-seven, yeah. I'm going to okay. say if I say Dakota Fanning because she's like the kid that appears in every Christmas film ever. What in nineteen forty-seven? Sure, why not? I was going to say like, yeah, let's go with that. Okay, so number <laughs> what were eleven. You going to say, come on, what were you going to say? I don't know. Well, no, because I <laughs> then I couldn't think of the name. Julie Garland. Yes. Should we go with that? Yeah. It sounds she, it she sounds better. Very, doesn't very it? much an adult at that point, but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number eleven. Bob Geldof and Mitch Midge Midge Ur from uh, Ultravox. Midge Ur. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> ah Vienna. Exactly. Yeah. Wrote the song Do They Know It's Christmas in which year? Oh. Wasn't that like it's got to be like 80 something. 86 80. or 87? Yeah. I, um, I'm pretty. It was definitely. Do they know it's Christmas? Possibly don't. not. So I guess they don't if we have to remind them. Um, Should we go? I, I'm going to go 86. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that as well. 86. Okay. Question 12 Christmas Island. A territory of the Commonwealth of Australia is located in which ocean? Um, I'm pretty sure Christmas Island is in the Pacific. Pacific Ocean. Question 13. Which country was the first to, uh, to use the tradition of the Christmas tree? Germany. Germany. G Germany, For yep. I like the fact that we're both so adamant about that. We're probably going to be wrong for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was the fucking Dutch. Right. Uh, question Question 14. Silent night. Uh, question 14. Which Christmas card... Sorry. Which Christmas carol, uh, uh, based on a poem by an English poet, uh, Christina Rossetti, has been set to music set to music many times the most famous by Gustav Holt Holst which I'm Christmas carol I'm trying to think of Christmas carols uh, um, Silent Night um, Silent Night oh, Christmas tree oh Christmas tree oh Christmas tree um, oh Christmas tree oh Christmas tree how lovely Art thou branches? I <coughs> I do not know. I'm gonna just take a stab in the dark and say while shepherds wash their socks by night. While watching Sky, no, Sky TV. I'd say that was a hymn. Is that a hymn? Okay. Yeah. So or a her. So, so or a her or I'm a they. So, Come on, let's is a Christmas Carol a her in that case? Yeah, a her. Carol but they, they, they could the be a they. It's it's about how they identify. 
Yes, yeah, is, about yeah. it, how it in, and to identify. Um, question 15, <laughs> and this is the last question now, so then we'll find out how how we did. Um, actor Rudolf uh, Walker plays which character in the BBC soap opera EastEnders? What's that got to do with Christmas? I think Rudolph. Okay. I don't know any characters in BBC soap opera EastEnders. Let, I'm just going to say that I watched EastEnders once about 20 years ago, hated it, and have never watched it ever since. So. I've watched it a couple of times. The only characters that I can think of is the um, the two the two guys, one of which is Ross Kemp. Uh, the... Uh, uh, the... <clears throat> Mitchell, Mitchell Brothers, Mitchell Brothers, and then you've got uh, Doc Cotton, uh huh, uh, and Barbara Windsor, Barbara Windsor, and then there was also uh, what's his face, um, Fowler. So there's the Fowlers, the Mitchells, the the Barbara Windsors, the Windsors, yeah, <laughs> the, the Windsors. <laughs> And <laughs> featuring Charles Elizabeth William Harry, <laughs> yeah, and and Ru Rudolph Walker uh, plays somebody, and we have no idea. No, not a clue. I wouldn't okay. know where to begin. Okay, pass. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> were, you what, writing, what were, were you writing the answers down? Because I wasn't. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I know what we said. I know okay. what we said. We we know whether we're going to be right or not. Okay. So. Let's get ready for the answers. I'll say, have we got the answers? Yes, we've got the answers. Okay. Good. Okay. Answers to number one was 3 p.m. Oh, that was when is the Monarchs broadcast. There we go. Yep. Tick VG. We've got one. We've got one mark. Yeah, we got one right. Hey. Donna and Blitzen. Now, come on. We we I said Donna and Blitzen. Apparently they mean Donna and Blitzen. Apparently they mean thunder and lightning in German. Now, I didn't think this was going to be a languages test. No, I had no idea. I think we may have been duped here. <laughs> but Donna and Blitzen, do we give ourselves a, a point for that? You can have points for that. Um, okay. I didn't even come close, and I just said Rudolph. Let, let, let's say one. John Lewis Christmas adverts is the answer to question three. I don't know what the question was. What was the question? Question number three was, what links excitable Edgar with Monty the Penguin? Oh. John Lewis Christmas. Okay. Maybe you should uh, read the it? question first, and then the answers, to remind yes. us what the questions were. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> Okay, so question number four was named the fictional character created by Dr. Zeus. <laughs> uh, and that was uh, the Grinch. Dr. Zeus. Yep, I got that one right. Yay. Yeah. Hey, back of the net. Um, number 15, number five, rather. How many different flavors are there in a standard tub of Quality Street? I said we seven. We said seven. Yep. Our survey said, no, 12. 12? It seems unlikely, doesn't it? It does seem very unlikely. But I don't like forget I that, to Google what they are now. Yeah, but then they always put one or two of the really rubbish ones in, and uh, you know, there's things that you forget, like a fudge or a something like that. Right, hold on, I'm googling it. Uh, so, toffee deluxe, milk choc block, coconut eclair, toffee penny, the purple one. I told you the big purple one. Okay. Orange chocolate crunch, strawberry delight, fudge, orange cream, caramel swirl, the green triangle, I said that one as well, and the toffee mm. finger, I said that as well. So actually, I was on the right track. Now I need to figure out what's in um, the other one. Yes. I tell you what, one of the things you didn't mention, which I just mentioned there, was f uh, fudge. So that must be in roses. Um, I Actually, Basically, yeah, I said it was a toffee finger, but I did mean fudge finger, but now you're right. Oh, was it? Okay. Fudge finger. I was about to say, you know, it, you, may, you may have to work for roses to be able to be a, a fudge packer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they've got uh, roses is hazel, hazel whirl, golden barrel, hazel in caramel, strawberry dream, caramel, country fudge, signature truffle, dairy milk chunk, tangy orange cream. Which means absolutely nothing to me. 
No. What's country fudge? What's a signature truffle? A country fudge is just fudge in chocolate. It's just like a, a finger of fudge. Okay, moving on. Let's moving on, Let's but go. smaller, obviously. Um, 12 different flavours. Oh, yes, we've said yep. that. Uh, question number six was, uh, what? Uh, which pantomime character, blah, 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 Fitzwarren? Um, the answer was Dick Whittington. Okay. It was Dick all along. Uh, number seven. Number seven, in the poem, The Night Before Christmas, uh, visions of what danced in children's heads? I we said, said elephants. We said elephants. Uh, the answer is sugar plums. Okay. What's a sugar we, plum? I have no idea, but okay. we were wrong. Uh, question number eight. American states of Georgia, Arizona, and Indiana have towns that have what Christmassy name? We said something or other. We were wrong. It was Santa Claus. Okay, I said eggnog. You said Jesus. Could have been tinsel. Tinsel was also in my head. But, okay, Santa yeah. Claus is the answer. Yeah. Um, number nine. Popular in Victorian England at Christmas, what is a smoking bishop? So what's a smoking bishop? You've all been asking yourselves. <laughs> it's a type of mulled wine. Okay. Are you a fan of mulled wine? I, I don't mind mulled wine. I haven't had it for a long time. I don't, I don't mind it. Number 10. In the 1947 Christmas comedy drama Miracle on 34th Street, which actress plays the little girl? The answer is 1984. That's no, not correct. Not. I'm on question, uh, question 10. The answer <laughs> is Natalie Wood. I don't know who that is either. I know, but it's but, what I've heard. Natalie Wood. Question 11. So bad. <laughs> and that is Dad Joke of the Week. Dad Joke of the Week. Okay, Bob Geldof and Midge You Are. Midge You. Midge Er, yeah. Midge Er uh, wrote the song, Did They Know It's Christmas? Yes, we know. Apparently, the answer is 1984. We were only two away. Oh, I was only a couple of years off. Yeah. Still. Okay. We got it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still wrong. <laughs> it, it's, it's still wrong. Um, number number twelve, Christmas Island, uh, a territory of the Commonwealth of Australia, is located in which ocean? Oh, it's the Indian Ocean. You know what? I thought Indian Ocean. I felt like Pacific mm. was was too on the nose. You know, too too Pacific. You might say. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but uh, I, I still got it wrong. I did think Indian. Quest question thirteen. This is where we get back off our. Um, of our marks, as it were. Uh, which country was the first to use the tradition of the Christmas tree? It was, in fact, Germany. Yeah, uh, we got that right. And then we've got question number fourteen, the penultimate one, which is which Christmas carol based on a poem by English poet uh, Christina Rossetti? Blah 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 blah. The answer was in the bleak midwinter. Okay, we did not get that. Not even close. Not even remotely close. Uh, question 15. Actor uh, Rudolf Walker plays which character in, in EastEnders? Well, we that was a hard pass. The answer is question, uh, is answer number 15. The answer is question the answer number four, is, which is... <laughs> the answer is 15. Uh, Patrick Truman. Wasn't he a president of the United States? Truman. Truman, yes. Not the same guy, though. What was the guy's name? What was the president's name? Truman. Um, Bob. We'll just say Bob. Truman. Bob Truman. Truman. I don't know. I, this is the problem with recall. Every time that somebody says, "What was the What was the first name of uh, Harry?" Name? Yeah, Harry S. Truman. Like, oh, Harry. Yeah. Yeah, it's Harry S. Truman. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun, and yeah, we failed miserably. And that was our Christmas quiz. Da -da 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 quiz time. There we have it. That was the that was the extravaganza uh, that is the uh, Christmas episode of the Tuesday Show. Now, can, can I just ask you, CJ, before we go, before we go, what have you got in store for the rest of your Christmas day? Nothing. Okay. What about you? Not not a great deal. Good chat. It's quite sad that this was the highlight. <laughs> yeah, good chat. <laughs>
There's nothing. And and, it, and and oh. and if you're watching or listening to this on Christmas Day, how sad that it's your highlight too. <laughs> and on that, it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> this goodbye. has to end. Bye bye. That was the Tuesday show. Get in touch with us. All the links are in the description. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.